What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with our last in-person recording. A simple favor... And clean girl aesthetic. Okay, you guys, big news. (laughs) We at Tea Time are back in person. I am staring at Kaya McMullen, Kate Howell, and Amelia Wedemeyer, and I feel so good. Nature has healed. It feels incredible. (laughs) The vibes are just chef's kiss. (laughs) I am in disbelief. I'm so happy, which is why Tea Time is checking in with our last in-person recording, (laughs) which was on March 6th, 2020. Um, a different time back then. Truly yeah. a different era. <laughs> We're going to go through a couple of things we discussed in like their, you know, 2022 status update. Yeah. Is that a good way to put Just it? Just checking back in now that we're back. <laughs> yeah. Kate Hallowell did God's work and actually listened to this episode and pulled <laughs> out the things we discussed because we couldn't for the life of us find the outline. So Kate, you want to take us through a couple of these things? I would love to. First of all, the first thing that I discussed on this podcast two years ago more than two years ago, was Kaylee Cuoco and her assistant. Longtime listeners may remember. <laughs> oh my Kaylee God. Kaylee Cuoco. remember this. Kaylee Cuoco went viral because her assistant on her day off ordered the wrong thing for her lunch. And she was like roasting her assistant on Instagram Ooh. being like, Emma, you know I don't like mushrooms. She <laughs> hashtagged it like Mushroomgate2020, which like, first of all, of all the 2020 events, True. that was so This got lost in history. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at the time, I, we just had a lot of questions as I was an assistant at the time. And I was like, this is terrible behavior, even if they are close friends. So mm-hmm. when I was listening to this, I was like, I have to know, is this girl still her assistant? Because 
she obviously was kind of treated like shit. Uh, two years later, Emma is still Kaylee Cuoco's assistant. <laughs> wow. Now, to be fair, Kaylee Cuoco has had kind of a renaissance. She had the flight attendant season one, which was good. She had the flight attendant season two, which yeah. was less good. However, <laughs> the most recent post on Emma's Instagram is, thanks for taking me to Iceland with a picture of Kaylee Cuoco. Whoa. Um, she has just mm. been living it up on all of these sets for several years, going to the Golden Globes, wins all these things. So, of like, really, I would not I personally have been Kaylee Cuoco's assistant still two years later. Well, but of all the mm-hmm. times to do it, like, she is kind of in, in a moment. Didn't she also get divorced in 2021? And now oh, she's dating someone tough. new. So she went through— this She was, did. She went through a lot, a lot of, a lot of changes in these last two years. Um, yeah. So, you know, I two years later, I maybe would have wanted Emma to move on. But they seem to be close. So Great. that's fine. Good. Thank happy God. for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amelia, what else did we discuss? Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess we discussed the Lizzie McGuire reboot mm-hmm. and how it got killed. Damn and I'm so upset about it. I'm still like, no, we yeah. still, the people still want a reboot of this I show. Yeah, I know. Also, Hillary Duff's still out here talking her. about it. She's not over it either. I know. Yeah. But for true. good reason. Also, That's she true. is looking and doing amazing. This girl's she is. always yeah. on the up and up yes. for the last two years. <laughs> it's true. She really it's is. true. Now, big change to tea time. We did not have cringe mode yet. If you remember, cringe mode was a child of the pandemic. Yes. Um, and at the <laughs> at the moment, and two years ago, we were doing Tea Time Investigates. And we investigated fan base names. We went through and just talked about the worst fan base names. Our <laughs> particular one was like Iggy Azalea had like the rats. Right. <laughs> She's like, for my rats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and really, the only thing I want to mention here was first of all, should we ever bring back Tea Time Investigates or has cringe mode just market corrected that? I Completely. feel like Amelia does Tea Time Investigates on pop culture history lesson. <laughs> That's true. A little plug for that show. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Um, but we always struggle to figure out what to it's, investigate. We're also true, like quite true. lazy. So. It's true. <laughs> I think sometimes we'd rather just watch a bad movie. You know what we it's do too true. now is now we just do like a skincare update. Right. <laughs> we just talk about makeup and skincare. You're right. So we can, we can let that die. Okay. Um, but this also was the birth of Tea Baggers as the Tea Time fandom name. <laughs> That wasn't even an option that we gave. We liked yeah. like spillers and mugs and biscuits. Um, but the teabaggers really chose their own name. Good for them. I feel like Amelia so. has leaned into teabaggers. Oh, well, it just happened. Instagram. It just yeah. happened. This was this is funny because last week we talked about Chriselle. Liz, you were not here last week, but we talked about Chriselle and Damn. her new uh, partnership with G Flip. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I talked about reality TV contestants and the, the straight reality TV contestant to queer internet fave pipeline. Okay. And I mentioned uh, this time when these two bachelor contestants All right. for 24 hours made everyone think they were together. And this was the podcast <laughs> where I talked through that trauma and was like, I followed them. And then 24 hours later, they betrayed me and were like, haha, just kidding. We're just friends. And I like angrily smashed on follow. So wow. um, I love that two years later, Chriselle is correcting that wrong. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Also, two years ago, we were talking about Katy Perry pregnancy news. Mm, um, wow. And also that they were, she and Orlando Bloom were planning a wedding. And they are still not married <laughs> um, in our Lord's year of 2022. We don't know a lot about this wedding, but we do know that it's uh, a destination wedding mm-hmm. and that it's been delayed multiple, multiple times because of all these variants. She was just talking about it in February of this year, being like, still hasn't happened, but it's coming. And I bet it's coming this summer. It has to happen I guess. soon. The world is healing a little bit. feels yeah. like they've, I mean, their daughter now is over a year old. Yeah. They've been together from, or been engaged for like they three years. They have a years. weird yeah. dynamic. Yeah, I haven't followed them too closely in the last two years. They've kind of been doing their own thing. Yeah, I was, I was watching like American Idol, you know. 
as you do. Oh, yeah. As, yeah. as you do. Yeah. yeah. And and so they had, it was so weird because, so Luke Bryan has become really good friends with Orlando Bloom. And like one oh. day Orlando Bloom like FaceTimed him on like the show and he was like, yeah, I just got done um, hang gliding. And, and like he does all these extreme sports. And it's he like, does. what? Remember when he was naked paddle warning? Yes. Yeah, indeed. I but do it's like, that. what? Who's watching the child? I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> Was that your first question? Well, it's just like it was a little weird yeah. that, you know, she's busy. She's a working mom. Yeah. He's out here doing extreme sports. It seems a little. Yeah, that's true. Where is Daisy? You know? Yeah. yeah. Good question. Well, we have to keep an eye on their wedding that still hasn't happened. It's, yeah, it's coming. Um, And then I don't even remember this. I don't remember a lot. Okay. We announced <laughs> Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is a great book being turned into a movie with apparently Millie Bobby Brown. No, it wasn't with Millie Bobby Brown. Oh. We wanted Millie Bobby Brown oh. to play. Oh, thank God he we listened. were like talking about whether she had aged out of the character. Now she's like out here on red carpets <laughs> looking 40 years old. Wait, so, so I who... think it's safe to say. Interesting. There's, okay. it's kind of a nobody is like the child. Not to be like this child is oh, a nobody. Um, Abby Ryder Fortson. Yeah. Okay. But sure. uh, we were excited for this movie and it seems to be in post-production. So it should be coming soon. Yeah, Rachel McAdams is in yeah. it. So that's, that's fun. Okay. I'll take it. Also, Judge Judy rebranded as Justice Judy. Mm. She did. Two years later, how's that rebrand looking? Thoughts? Does anyone consider her Justice Judy? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. She will be Judge Judy. At the time, we were like, is this a promotion? Is she moving from Judge to like Supreme Court Justice Judy? Oh my Judy? God. Uh, and I don't think that rebrand oh. has really worked. No. I don't think That's anyone true. has no. adopted that name. Agreed. So <laughs> tough. Okay. <laughs> okay. These are some two very important wildlife news updates. First of all, and this somehow made it into the headline of this podcast in, on March 6, 2020. <laughs> Laura Dern's goldfish died two years ago uh, after 14 oh. years. And I did a lot of investigation into this goldfish's death because, first of all, I was like, there's no way that it was 14 years old. And actually, it was. The kind of goldfish that it was can live to be from 10 to 15. So okay. that hmm. ultimately was true. Second of all, we had a lot of issues with the Instagram post because it was a picture of a biscuit with the goldfish behind it. <laughs> right. And we were like, you can't even, you've had this pet for 14 years. That's extremely long time to have a pet. One, doesn't have a name. Two, you didn't even have a good picture of it. Right. So I went back <laughs> on Laura Dern's Instagram yesterday and I was like, has she had any other pets die in the meantime? Is she treating her pets better than she treated this goldfish? Wow. And Laura Dern loves to eulogize pets on Instagram. <laughs> However, she has had two eulogies for oh. pets that are not hers. Naomi Watts' dog died. Huh? Laura Dern posted about the dog on her Instagram and was like, R.I.P. Bob. Okay. The dog's okay. name was Bob. Okay. And then Laura Dern decided that she needed to put on the grid a picture of her with Bo. The Obama's dog that oh. died because she met it one time and oh. it died in 2021. Mm. And Lauren Dern just spent a whole post on Bo, uh, hmm. the dog, in memory of Bo. Yeah. So it seems to be something that she enjoys. <laughs> I can okay. see Amelia in the corner of my eye on Laura Dern's Instagram <laughs> <laughs> scrolling around. She also has a lot of pictures of her husky, which is alive. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, but I just think she, I think she treated this goldfish badly. I maintain wow. that she could have been a better goldfish mom. Hmm. Also in wildlife news, this is, was quite the tea time moment. On the podcast, we the last podcast we recorded in person, we discovered that there was a bald eagle thruple oh, Jesus. <laughs> in Fulton, Illinois. <laughs> and you guys, two years later, the bald eagle thruple is still together. Oh 
that's good. Now, this bald eagle throuple has lasted more longer, longer than, than so than many quarantine couples. So many. Wow. This bald eagle throuple is more married than Katy Perry. <laughs> they're they, the real deal. Now, their their nest blew down oh, in 2020. No. Oh. It blew away. However, they rebuilt on the other side of the river. Oh. They came together. Their names are Star, Valor 1, and Valor 2. Oh. And they <laughs> rebuilt their nest, and they're still together two years later. They rebuilt them. as many of us had to rebuild the last two years. Honestly, like, I believe in love. It's true. <laughs> it's, it, they, they're committed. Yeah. They're Good committed for them. to this relationship. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And after that, we it really went downhill from there. Okay. Uh, we played FMK with Girl Scout cookies. I hate when we do that. In unanswerable <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, we decided you would fuck the tagalongs, and Kaya said she would kill Thin Mints, which was wow. a real betrayal. Should have booted her. Stand then. by it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Terrible and then, uh, decision. Who said this line? We'll be back next week, maybe a little bit more organized. Was that me? That was with Kelly. Damn. That was your sign off. I had no idea what was coming. <laughs> Freight train you know, was coming. Two years later, <laughs> we are we are no more organized. Certainly it's not. It's so that was that was our little time capsule. Wow. And now we're back. How do we feel? Wow. Feel good? Yeah, we yeah. made it. You're really yeah. on your A game when you don't have internet issues. Hearing you <laughs> <laughs> clearly and concisely is like a different world. Isn't wow. That, Amelia? When uh, we're not guessing what she's saying on the other line. That'll do it. Wow. That'll do it. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Next category is not worth the tea. This week in social media and relationship news. This actually broke this morning. This is big and no one claimed it. it. Oh, so um, Rihanna had her it. baby. Yay! Which is crazy. It's a baby boy. It's great. We are recording Happy. like three hours later than we usually do. And if we had recorded oh our God. usual time, we would have missed it. Classic. Amazing. Maybe we should always do a little bit later on Thursday. Maybe. Get that morning mm-hmm. news. But yeah, super exciting. We don't have a name. Everyone's waiting for a name. But yeah, this just in. Are we sad that it's a boy? I felt a little disappointed. I would love like a mini me Rihanna. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was going to be a girl. And I also thought it was going to be twins for I some I thought it was going to be twins too. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Tough. Right. Maybe yeah. next time. Yeah. Once they start having kids, it's, it's just, it's yeah. non There's no stop. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, next one. Oh, Lord. Okay. I have to check in with the scourge that is Cara Delevingne. <laughs> she was trending this week on Twitter because she's just everywhere. And it's hard to describe. So I just have to run through a couple moments. The BBMAs, Billboard Music Awards, were last weekend. And mm. Cara Delevingne was trending because she would not stop being annoying. <laughs> Basically, yeah. she was stalking Megan the Stallion on the red carpet, and there were these videos of her like Megan the Stallion was throwing her train in the air to like make it look good in pictures. Mm-hmm. And Cara Delevingne started doing it for her in like this very annoying way, where like you could tell Meg was like visibly irritated and like didn't want help, but Cara was like, I'm part Ugh. of this, mm-hmm. so that was <laughs> annoying. Then someone, some idiot sat Cara Delevingne between Doja Cat and Megan Ooh. the Stallion. I don't know who was like, let's let's split up these yeah, two right. and put Cara right there. Right in the middle. But uh, she kept popping into the frame to like hype them up whenever the camera would show them. She had this like manic energy. <laughs> Megan won top rap female artist and Cara Delevingne went crazy, jumped up, lost her mind, like stuck her tongue out, Flung Meg's train into the air as she walked to the stage. Oh, my God. Again, like, Megan Thee Stallion is, like, visibly, like, stop. Yeah. Uh, Then she went viral on Twitter for, like, laying on the ground and taking pictures of Doja and DJ Khaled. Like, Uh. for some reason, she decided to lay flat and, like, take this upward-facing picture of them. Also very annoying. Yeah. And then she went viral on TikTok because she was at SNL, and she, like, asked out some random audience member. And then— she was in the, at the after party. She was like partying it up with Selena Gomez post Malone. And people were bringing back pictures of her. I don't remember if you saw the pictures uh, of her partying with 
Eric Adams, the New York mayor, like a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I did see that. So fucked up. And I was just like, why are you there? What are you doing? So she's just always there and she's always watching. Yeah. Did you see also that Megan the Stallion posted an, I think it was something like a photo on Instagram? Yes, yes. And she edited it out, Kara. She's on top of things. She She is. I get it. I totally. You gotta get rid of her. I don't know yeah. who sat her there, but that was the worst decision. It's just she's inescapable. She's always watching. I know. Do you uh, think she was on something? I I have a little I have some worries about like her manic energy. Yeah. You know? Uh it's hard to say, <laughs> but she is is a menace of Hollywood at the moment. So <laughs> well, it's so funny because like if you, you I'm sure you've seen the set of photos of her and Rosario Dawson making out at like a Nets no, game or yes. something. Oh no! Wait, it's it's is it Rosario Dawson or is it um? Oh no! I'm sorry. No, it's Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, I Michelle always Rodriguez. get those two mixed up for some reason. Right, right. Um, and I mean, she's like just she wasted. Yeah. And it's, but it's just it's just funny. The pictures are really funny. We it's, we it's can't escape her either at tea time. No. Like we no, talking you, about her bench. Her yeah. fucking, her yeah. tunnel, her yeah. body paint oh, yeah. at the her, damn Met Gala. Oh my god! Oh yeah, and, she's everywhere. You know, she's also going to be on my one of my favorite shows, the what? Only Murders in the oh, Building. Yeah, she's going to be Selena Gomez's girlfriend. I know, and I'm like, no, I just don't like her, and I don't think she's a good actress. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I hate think her. We should stop. We need to stop making trying to make her happen. You know, she had a moment yes, in like thank she did. You. 2015. Oh yeah. my god, 100. percent But then it was like, and then we all can have good eyebrows, and then like the right. society rebounded. You know, yeah, and it's just <laughs> like other models can be gay, and it was like, okay, we don't okay. have to do this anymore. You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> really tough. Well, and she just also, you're right. They have tried to make her happen, and For it so just long. has never caught on. No, and, no. and I don't say that to be a mean person. I'm no, just. Yeah. You just know? speaking the truth. Just speaking, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> not my fault. I mean, I guess it kind of is because oh. I'm part of the yeah. public. You know? And I'm sure but. we'll talk about her again soon. So when we do, don't get mad uh, at us. I'm sure. But she's yeah. inescapable is the takeaway. Yeah. All right. I have to do a really quick lightning round weird outfit watch because there were three just weird outfits that we just need to discuss this week for not worth the tea. First of all, at Suge <laughs> underscore night on Twitter tweeted a picture of Brie Larson and her boyfriend at Disney World. And said, Brie Larson's boyfriend's outfit has shaken me to my core. Now, Have you seen it, Amelia? No, I him. Pull it up. I'll send it His to name you. is Elijah Allen Blitz. And this man, Elijah, has short legs. Now, listen, as a tall person, I also am long torsoed and short-legged. So I understand the struggle. But what you can't do when you have a long torso is make your torso longer <laughs> the way that he did. He has taken the skin-tight uh, <laughs> And he has pulled it down over his butt and he kind of has like low rising pants that he it's something about this outfit makes look like his legs are incredibly short and his torso is incredibly long. How else would you describe it? This outfit is me every single day from the eighth grade to the 10th grade. (laughs) It has like when we wore undershirts under everything and like pulled them over our butt. Like this is somehow what he's done. It's like. Tight and doesn't look yeah, good. No. And sat right right below your hip, like your <laughs> yes. actual hips. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's really tough. And what's funny, funny is that like 4,000 people retweeted this. And then <laughs> okay. 4,000 people quote tweeted it and were like mad about it. <laughs> like oh. somehow people were like, really came to this man's defense and were oh. like, it's normal legs. <laughs> <laughs> like that's fine. He does. I looked at other pictures of him though, and he is objectively like a long torsoed, short legged sure, man, sure. which again is fine. But like you can't accentuate that with 
by pulling your V-neck down all the way down of your butt. So he's um, living in 2012. He That's is. all I gotta say. He is. And we he can do better, and it's tough. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Next weird outfit. <sighs> this was sent to me by Liz Kelly, and she was like, "Are you annoyed <laughs> by them yet?" And I said, "Yes, I am." This is uh, again Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I'm and sorry. they, I do have to say really quick, they actually looked great at a couple of events. Oh, past, this she past looked week. good. He, he had, I thought, a very fun pink suit uh, at a certain event. And then they also looked good, I thought, at the BBMAs. However, she changed into this blue jumpsuit at the BBMAs. And like, they always expose themselves, too. Like, they think that, and I guess that's, we're talking about them, so we're part of the problem. But we are. Uh, she posted a picture of a text from her to her stylist. And it's a picture of her jumpsuit that she's wearing. And she said, was this blue outfit expensive because we just cut a hole in the crotch so we could have sex? And then the stylist replied, I hate you. Laughing emojis. I'll fix it. I have a lot I of questions. I hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I do. I'm officially annoyed by them. I said I would let you know when they got more annoying than yeah. they are entertaining. This is it. We've reached it. I'm annoyed for the stylist. I'm also annoyed because it's not easier to cut a hole in the jumpsuit than it is to just take it off. Right. You have to yeah. work so hard to do that. You, oh, yeah, where did they find the scissors? Right, you had to find scissors. You had to probably take it off in order to cut the right, hole. I was going to say, you have to be very, very careful. careful. <laughs> so if why you not? Don't. Yeah. So it seems like a waste. The it's risk also, is not worth the reward. No, it's not. And I'm annoyed. It, it was at like 2 a.m. This poor stylist is like, oh my God. <sighs> um, so that's tough. That is tough. Finally, last annoying weird person outfit uh julia fox went grocery shopping in her underwear and a denim blazer and she said she's preparing for the apocalypse sure and i just i wanted to note because i thought that she made this tote bag the worst thing actually about this i don't care about the underwear it's fine whatever she is holding a tote bag that looks like a pair of jeans Mm -hmm. here i'll turn around and show you it looks like a pair of jeans that are tied at the top. And I thought that she DIY'd it because she has done this in the past. She's worn like some really heinous denim outfits that she made herself. <laughs> However, this is a $600 Alexander Wang tote bag. Whoa. It just, what? people buy this on purpose and it looks like you're just holding a pair of jeans that are tied together. Did and it's oh actually God. horrible. Did I, you- Something about it really bothers me. Did you guys ever, like, pretend to run away as a kid and, like, <laughs> pretend to, like, like, pack a bag and go? And that's exactly what it Yes. Is. It looks like the way you, like, tie the bandana like, over the stick. Yeah. and, like, a crunch bar in there. And then you were like, I'm leaving. And you, like, tied your pants upside down and then you left. Wow. That may have been specifically Vanilla's experience. Did you do the pants specifically? Uh, something like that. Wow. But- yeah, yeah, that looks, is what this looks like. Wow. That's that amazing. was you preparing for the apocalypse. And she also oh, wow. is doing that. Wow. So, true. Um, so, yeah, she's still huh. annoying, too. So that's my so, yeah. that's okay. my lightning round outfits update. Thanks for listening. Thank you. That was, thank you. No, truly, that was great. I love, I enjoyed every <laughs> single one of those um, Oh, great. Updates. I'm glad someone did. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I was really lazy this week. So <laughs> I just came and... Colored in my color with the last remaining uh, <laughs> little check-in piece that was here. And um, you know what? Thank God, because it actually has to do with Nick Cannon. We've been covering him. We've been, you know, investigating his um, prodigiousness. His brood of, of children. It's true. And he recently said that he has had a vasectomy 
consultation. So yay, consultation. A consultation? Well, I he's mean, thinking about it. He's thinking about it. So I think that's good that he's thinking about it's it. Baby steps. Is that news? Would you not drop that post op? Be like, I had a vasectomy. Well, it's, it, it, yeah, you know, I, guess I think that's it's a good point. it's it's. An important step in the process. At least okay. he realizes that he has too many children. That's true. With yes. too many different people. Right. Right. And so this comes after his uh, announcement in January that he was expecting his eighth child. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot of children. Yeah, the is. world is dying. He has to get a vasectomy. <laughs> Thank you for giving yeah. us that update. Hey, please keep Anytime. us posted if he actually goes through We'll do. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have two really quick things. I think because I'm one of the last people that— care about Jordan Rogers and Jojo Fletcher. Oh my God. I was like, who are these people? Yeah. When you wrote in the outline, they I was like, They finally got married, Amelia. <laughs> Crazy. Happy for them. They got engaged six years ago on The Bachelor wow. and they have stayed strong all the way through and he them. actually reproposed recently to be like, let's do this in our own way as real people off camera. Mm-hmm. I do like them and I don't know why. That was like yeah, the last nice. good they're season sweet. I watched, I feel like. Is he still strange from Aaron? Probably. Didn't that look into so... that piece of it. But <laughs> I'm not sure if he attended. I don't know. Where was oh, Shailene? Was Shailene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they're married and that's oh, great. That's amazing. And uh, they'll probably have a kid soon. That was a great casting. I just oh, want to say. so you know, great. Such a great casting. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. This is random. I don't know if any of you guys were tracking this like I was. I, I saw this. Okay. I saw okay. this. Okay. So, you guys, I, just as background, have been wearing Bobby Brown, the same Bobby Brown eyeliner since legit the seventh grade, in the same way. I will die with Bobby Brown. It looks Brown. great. Thank you. It does look Your great. eyes are popping. Okay. Yes, it looks Thank lovely. Thank you. Bobby Brown herself is in a kerfuffle <laughs> with a woman on TikTok, and I love it. Okay. Do you guys know the TikTok beauty influencer, Meredith Duxbury? She's really famous for putting a lot of foundation oh, on basically yeah. a whole bottle yes. she rubs it in and it looks flawless by the end I don't know how yes. she does it well, but like, she has to scrape some of it off that's right? what people think but other I, you know yeah. that's her real claim to fame is the amount of product yes. she puts right. in she and then, puts on so much and she's so naturally beautiful it doesn't make sense anyway so um, like a lot of TikTok influencers they try new products and review mm-hmm. them whatever so Bobby Brown's latest cosmetics company is an offshoot of Bobby Brown and it's called Jones Road Beauty and they Jones Road Beauty came out with a what the foundation like WTF foundation cream kind of okay so anyway Meredith Duxbury reviews this product smears half of the entire like canister on her face and it goes horribly doesn't blend in well she tries a beauty blender it comes off she's like ew I hate this product (laughs) everyone was like you used half of it that's not how it's supposed to go anyway this got so viral and other people were giving it bad reviews too because they were putting too much on yeah Bobby Brown the queen herself got on to TikTok wow and was like I've always loved learning new makeup techniques and I learned a new one. And she proceeds to take the entire like cup of Jones Road Beauty and like plaster it on her face in a very obviously bad way. And was like, huh, like interesting. And just like this little, (laughs) you know, wink, wink, smirk. The people loved it. I loved it. Everyone was like, you go, Bobby Brown. You're a queen. And Meredith Duxbury, you don't know how to apply makeup correctly. Um, Jester. And I loved it. And there's like a bajillion so reviews now on Jones Road being like, I love this one. You know, it did great stuff for her and <laughs> the brand. For her, yeah. And she took a bad thing and she made it good. Love it. Amazing. And she always does. My she, girl. She is resilient. I love her. I don't she, know why. I mean, I the her. whole Jones Road thing, yeah. like it was what, 20 years to the day where she had like a contract with 
Este Louder or whatever mm-hmm. the company is. And um, I think she she had to wait like 20 years from that date until she was able to like make her own company again. And that's where oh. Jones Road comes from. And Ooh. she did it like to the day, 20 years. Like she filed Petty. a new Petty company. Queen. Yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? That's why she was in charge of Tea Time Investigates because she knows things like <laughs> this. There it is. Wow. There it is. a little fascinating story. Yeah. She's, you know, she's like a cool girl boss. She is cool. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Okay, let's do cringe mode. Wow. This is our first ever in-person cringe mode. <laughs> yes, this is. We knew we had to pick something uh, deranged. Yes. yes. And that we did. We did. <laughs> we picked a simple favor. Yeah. Now, it was announced this week that there is a sequel going ahead for a simple favor, which is what brought it to our attention. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. Okay. Kaya and I had seen it. We were like, this is an insane movie and we should talk about it in person. It is an insane movie. It stars two Tea Time feuds, longtime Tea Time okay. feuds, yeah. Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. And that alone would have made it, I think, enough yeah, to qualify it as a cringe mode. However, this is an insane movie. Um, I'm going to try to do a plot summary <laughs> off the top of my head. It's not going to go well. There are a lot of plot twists uh, that we can kind of just like get to when we get to sure, them. Sure, sure, yeah. Anna Kendrick is a sort of mommy blogger, um, mm-hmm. hardcore like YouTuber for moms. And she meets Blake Lively's character, Emily, because their kids go to the same school. She goes over to Emily's for drinks. They sort of hang out. She's like very mysterious. She doesn't like her picture taken. She has a lot of great outfits. Uh, she's married to Henry Golding, who like is like a writer. Emily goes missing after like, a couple weeks. Anna Kendrick decides to like sort of find her and also sort of take over her life, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, she starts sleeping with her husband, 
Emily's body is found in the lake. They're like, oh, bummer. She's dead. Anna Kendrick moves in. Turns out <laughs> Emily's not dead. She starts calling on the phone. And it turns out she faked her death in order to get insurance money. And the way she faked her death is that she turns out she was a twin. <laughs> um, there are a lot of other things that happen. Uh, but she gets caught ultimately in the end. Anna Kendrick like live streams her confession. <laughs> yeah. She gets hit by Andrew Randall's Prius uh, at the end and ends up in jail. There's all, there's so much that happens other than that. In there. What did I miss well, that's big? There's a- <laughs> Anna Kendrick uh, has a secret that she <laughs> slept with her half-brother at her dad's funeral and then ultimately kept this, sleeping with him. It's so crazy. And her child actually belonged to the half-brother and her husband purposefully killed her half-brother in a car accident. And he died himself. It was a murder-suicide. Yes, because the kid was the brothers. Right, but I think that's what is the new movie is going to be about. Oh my gosh. I think that they might do something with that. Get back to the, yeah. the brother fucker yes, totally, of it totally. Is it a prequel or a sequel? I believe it's a sequel, but it's hard to say. Okay. <laughs> Who Who's to say Who what knows? will happen? I bet you're going to escape. Yeah. From, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. All right. Let's talk highlights. <laughs> Let's. I got to say, this is actually one of the most cringy movies I've seen in a really long time. I feel like we have to, like, defend ourselves when we pick cringe ones. We're like, it's cringy because, like, it aged, or this happened. This right. is just straight up a cringe mm-hmm. mode. Yes. Yes. I was in cringe mode it this whole time. crazy. Like, it's actually an insane movie. It's and I know you're going to talk about this. There, there's a lot of different ways it's cringy, and I won't <laughs> give them all away at the top, but 100%, I was like, watching the whole, the whole movie. Just yes. had to start there. Correct. Yeah. I appreciate that this movie, like, capitalizes on the inherent annoyingness of Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Like, it it took Anna Kendrick, and it was like, how can we typecast her and (laughs) make use of her most annoying qualities? And it made her into this mommy blogger, like, true crime crime influencer. Yeah. And it is so spot on. She's a total tryhard in this movie. Such a tryhard. Her name's, like, Stephanie, and she's so annoying. (laughs) And there's also a scene where she's, like, rapping in the car. And I was like, I guarantee Anna Kendrick was like, I should just, like, rap in the car to the song. And, like, they just left in because they were like, actually, that's super annoying and, like, really fits the character. (laughs) Um, It's just spot on. It really is. I'm like, she is not cool. She's supposed to be cool, like, in the Pitch Perfect movies, and it doesn't fit at all. She's, like, very earnest and tryhard, and it really— This is who she was in a a different life. Living in Connecticut, working (laughs) on a little mommy blog, just being— annoying as hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) um a highlight I just want to say is that the kids instincts throughout this movie are correct and Mm. it's the adults that are so weird and annoying (laughs) and terrible um so I wanted to give a shout out there's particularly the kid of Blake Lively and Henry Golding is like you're trying to be my mom you're not my mom and to his credit she is like Mm -hmm. she fully grabs onto this life <laughs> and her closet and her shoes and her weird ass whatever moves in instantly. Mm-hmm. I just got to give credit to that little yes. guy. He was, he was right. true. Yep. He was right. He shall Hold not it. be discredited. No. <laughs> Amelia, hit it. Um. Okay. Did anyone else feel like the vibe of this movie was literally just like Quibi series? Like an entire <laughs> season of a Quibi show. You know, like five yeah. or I guess five to ten 15 minute episodes strung together <laughs> to make this film. It's like, yes. you know, after they <laughs> 
Roku bought them out, they were like, well, I guess we can sell this one to... You know what, too, I felt was like, this person wrote it little piece by piece. I was like, what's going to happen next? And just like didn't have an arc. was just like, <laughs> just, and then this happened. And that didn't make it's sense. It's like well, some of those old internet forums where they're like, part one of the story. <laughs> and then they have to make it like crazy each time. So yeah, we get like right. so, the, so many twists. Plot twists. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it does have big quibby energy. Yeah. It's true. I did not know what was coming next in the movie. And I had, that's a, that I is know. a highlight. Cause I no, was like, it is, yeah. what could possibly happen next? And it only got heightened each only. 20 minutes that went by. <laughs> yeah. um, I was in disbelief. So I was captivated. I Me will too. Say. It is true. It's not boring. You know, no. that, that is it's, so true. It's a fun experience to watch. Yes. I would say. Like, yes, we hate the main actresses. So, like, it was more of a hate watch for us. But, Gone Girl meets Gossip Girl, like Ooh. trashy Gone Girl, yes. is such a genius concept. Yeah, it is, uh, and I just it's really good. And yeah. if it was people that we hated less, I think we would like legitimately enjoy this movie. Okay. But we do have some some baggage uh, that colors it. Uh, my final highlight is that. They say a simple favor. First of all, like 10 <laughs> seconds into the movie, Anna Kendrick is on her blog and she's like, she asked me for a simple favor. And I was like, <laughs> to my cat, I was like, that's the simple favor. <laughs> uh, but they say it like four times in this movie. I laugh every time. It's yeah. so unnecessary. It's like, we I get know. it. It's yeah. a simple favor. It's so yeah. true. Agreed. Yeah, that's the name. <laughs> all right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation. Let's do the lowlights. It's so long. Our lowlights category is very long. <laughs> it's almost a page. Yeah. So we'll try to hit these quick. Um, so... Anna Kendrick, first of all, also overarching, it tried to be much more tongue-in-cheek than mm. I thought it was going to be. She tried to be a yeah. little dry. It tried to be more comedic in, like, this dry wit from Anna Kendrick more than I needed it to be. Yeah. And none of it hit any time. But to be specific about her character, Anna Kendrick hooks up with her best friend's husband pretty much instantly after mm -hmm. she <laughs> yeah, dies. Like the day after. Yeah, like, the day of the funeral, they go upstairs and are like, let's do it. <laughs> And Anna Kendrick's character sleeps with her half-brother also on the day of her father's funeral. Literally and the setting day up she the bed for him in the basement. So bad. They just met. He's like, I'm your half-brother. It is the day she meets that man yes, and finds out that they're related. That yep. she's like, yeah. So, yeah, right. I'm in. Where is her judgment? I'm not here. <laughs> Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> but she did have, I mean, the best friend's husband was a hottie and mm -hmm. so was the half-brother. The half-brother actually is very hot. It's true. <laughs> it doesn't excuse it, but it is an important note. Amelia yeah. wrote, sorry to report the truth. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for reporting the truth. Hey. Also, I love, okay, all of this comes out in like her second conversation with Blake Lively. I like know. she goes over to her house to like have drinks. They've opened a bottle of aviator gin. Aviation gin, aviation, which we'll sorry. get into. Um, and Blake Lively's like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And Anna Kendrick's like, haha, what's yours? And Blake Lively's like, I had a threesome. And it's like, okay, I slept with my half <laughs> <laughs> That took nothing at all to get that out. It's like, Make something up. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, if you don't have, if that's it, like, you got to oh, come up with something it's else. It's so true. Because, so true. and to be fair, she does just tell him that she kissed him, <laughs> which is like, it, and then Blake Live is like, oh, you definitely had sex with him. And then she just starts calling her brother fucker for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the movie, which is true. unbelievable. I saw this movie in theaters. And wow. the moment Blake Lively starts calling her brother fucker and like says it again and again, it I like actually was like choking on my popcorn. I was like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Not to harp on her character, but <laughs> 
takes actual sick pleasure from taking over Blake Lively's life. Like I, so I guess they're both troubled. Anna Kendrick was never truly like the real protagonist. And then it wasn't that clear, but she comes in there and is tossing those Louboutins <laughs> out of the way instantly. Yeah. It's cooking for the husband. She puts on her dress and then when she gets yeah. caught in it, she cuts it off. I'm yeah. like, just unzip it. Yeah. Uh, another cutting. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> situation that cut didn't it need off. to happen. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's true. Also, Oh. Absolutely unnecessary part of this movie yeah. was seeing a decomposed, waterlogged Blake Lively from the bottom of the fucking lake. It's not good. No. And it stays on there. It's a good five second yeah. close yes. up. And I, I thought that was not necessary. You know what I mean? We can vis- we can ha- have it in our heads and assume <laughs> I agree. what that would look like. Right. We don't need to see you unzip it no. slowly. And that camera just sits on her <laughs> face. And I'm like, that's, okay. you know? Yeah. It is too much. No I agree. Thanks. Yeah. Not that. Um, something else we didn't need was the aviation gin. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Reynolds' brand of gin. Just, you know, she's like, let me make you a drink. Do you like gin? And, you know, it's just like, we know. It comes back several times. It's it several times. It's like, what am I going to get next? So like an in ad for Cricket Wireless or whatever <laughs> mobile Mint brand mobile. he has. Yeah. yeah, Mint Mobile. Yeah, this this gin is literally on the kitchen table, kind of like yes. front and center right next to Blake Lively. It's like, like, oh, I just want like a little note. Agreed. People to know. Anyway. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, agreed. And then also some of the dialogue in this movie is so, it's so unintentionally funny. And just like the delivery, like, um, Henry Golding, husband of Blake Lively's character, was like, we had sex on a plane. Nine months later, Nikki was born. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> he was like, I am so spellbound by her. I don't know what to do. And we're like, oh, yeah, right. Like, it's just not a And that actor. was a serious scene. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I have him in, I'm just going to say it now. He was my LVP. <laughs> when will we as a society admit that Henry Golding is a bad Don't actor? do that. Don't do that. I think I he's love him. quite <laughs> bad. He's, he's really hot. He is, but he's, he was bad in he's, this. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything and not been like, he's he was really pretty bad pretty in this. Bad. I will say. <laughs> he's he's a pretty sad. bad actor. Yeah. I, yeah. He's pretty and he's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Both things. <laughs> Okay, and then also, I'm I'm sorry, and I really don't mean to, I know that I don't really like Blake Lively, but like, I don't mean to shit on I her. I think we we came into this with an open mind. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, you did. know, she looks great in those suits. Yeah. But the thing is, I cannot take her like, cool, unattainable girl thing seriously. Like when she's yeah. like, yeah, babe. She's like, you don't say that. It's so unnatural for you to say that. And then she's like, yeah, you know, I fuck with a lot of guys. And you're like, okay, what is I this? completely agree with right? you. And she's like, mommy needs a drink. <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's yeah. really, it, it's uh, way too far. It's too far. She's just like, she doesn't pull it off. And I was watching some um, video review and they said, they were like, yeah, Blake Lively is fine in this, but she couldn't do what like a young Angelina Jolie could do. Right. Like with the, if she were cast in this role, she could pull it off. Oh, she's I mean, like not good. in on the joke. You know, like Blake yes. Lively really thinks she did something with this. Oh my God. Like yeah. she really thinks like yeah. she is like <laughs> sexy and cool and like yes. really pulling it off. And it's she needs that. to be more in on the joke. She for does. It to work. You're yeah. so right. Yeah. Also, you need to read the second part of this. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, but so there was. There's, of course, they kiss in a uh, part of it. I just, hated that part. Yeah. Of well, it was the least erotic kiss ever, and we all know it. Yes. Why did that was so random? So shoehorned like, in. I think it was just like supposed to be 
like, first of all, they're just trying to make it so, like Anna Kendrick is obsessed with her. Right. And also, yeah. Blake Lively is cool and like kisses girls sometimes. Right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's exactly it. And they have, yeah, they have like this awkward kiss moment. And uh, no one asked for it. No one enjoyed no. it. Uh, yeah. So maybe, like, maybe Anna Kendrick. I don't know. But yeah, it's it just it did not need to happen. No, at it's just all. so sterile, very Ugh. unsexy. Yeah, actually, that's my biggest low light. Is like there's no actual chemistry in this movie. None. They try that's to fair. make it really sexy and they like do. like erotic and fun. Mm-hmm. But none of these people have chemistry with each other. Like none mm-hmm. of these people, like obviously, like attractive people, sure, right, yeah, and wearing yeah. great clothes. Yeah you know, t- in murder plots, like there should be a, an inherently sexy element of this. Yeah. And it just isn't. Just That's none so of these true. people. Anna Kendrick does not have chemistry with the half-brother or Henry Golding or Blake Lively. Right. It's mm-hmm. not just her fault. But in general, like it is very, it is weirdly sterile for yeah. a movie that should be like fun and sexy. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and I just really quick have to talk about how these women know each other for like two weeks. <laughs> and everyone is like, she's my best friend. Like <laughs> yeah. they are best friends. Anna Kendrick, the whole movie, calls Blake Lively her best friend. Like, Emily was my best friend. Which, part of it is, you're supposed to get, like, she has no friends, and she's, like, very obsessed with her. But also, Blake Lively's character at the end is like, you were my best friend. It's like, right? you're each other for two weeks! All these people are working on warp speed. You know that. But, I mean, The day of the funeral, they're having crazy. sex. Like, That's true. They're talking about... <laughs> these are not on the same time about, as yeah, we are. Sleeping with your brother so the second yeah. time they meet. That's true. Oh, it is a very man. accelerated timeline. It is. Yeah, uh, it is. But that really bugged me. I was yeah. like, you're not best friends. You're just not. True. All right, what is age the best and the worst? This movie came out in 2018, so a little look back. <laughs> we have a couple what, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say best is Blake Lively. She really leaned into the suit thing. Mm-hmm. And remember when Taylor Swift, she like didn't wear a red lipstick and then she wore it once on like the cover of Glamour or mm-hmm. something. And then the, and the next thing you knew, it was her personality. Yeah. I feel like this <laughs> yeah. is kind of like that, but with Blake and suits where it's like, oh my God. Yep, absolutely. She's a suit girl now? Yeah. She's unstoppable, you know. So. Yes, and I was going to talk about this later too, but like she was really early to the trend of like actors dressing like their characters on red carpets, yeah, which is like yeah. such a thing now. Like people will do full press cycles and like, yeah. you know, like wear whatever kind of outfit like kind of fits with the theme mm-hmm, of the movie. Mm-hmm. And Blake Lively's suits on this press cycle were honestly like pretty great and incredible and yeah. very over the top. Yeah. And she was pretty early to like the dressing like the character thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kind of made it a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Age of the Best. I mean, the fact that this is getting a sequel means that this it's has true. aged pretty well, like in the public <laughs> yeah. view. Yeah. Um, it has basically become kind of like a, a quick cult favorite. Mm-hmm. Like there have been yes. podcasts about it. Like really? Paul Feige like, went on this podcast that a couple hmm. uh, members of the media did and was like, we want a sequel. Like I would love to do this again. Like it was so fun. Hmm. And it's only been like four years, but… It, yeah. it really like became like a we love simple favor like it's like, fun hate watch like can't be you know yeah. cold fave so no, I guess it worked because it's getting a sequel wow great really quick what age the worst how does someone make a sequel to this like how <laughs> do you of sequel how do you make it more batshit like what are we gonna add <sighs> here well Blake Lively's clearly gonna escape from prison <laughs> yeah. and haunt Anna Kendrick try to kill Anna Kendrick yeah, yeah. absolutely I think that's it too I also like I'm like who do we add <laughs> like do, can we get like a Sisterhood of Traveling Pants cast member in here? Like, Ooh, who Alexis do we want Adele, to add? America well, Ferreira. I yeah. feel like they need to look inward, and you'll talk about oh. this later. There's a lot of good people. Fucking put Jean Smart in for more than 30 oh, seconds. Yeah, got to get her back. Yeah, totally. Do we think Ryan Reynolds will give himself a cameo in the sequel somehow? Yes, like he has too much FOMO. He'll want to be involved. And, like it'll yeah. be annoying. I'm going now to respect Blake's quote unquote craft. Okay, okay, you know, that's, that's fair. Yeah, but there will be more gin. 
for sure. For right? sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, MVP, quickly. Mine is Andrew Rennell. Rennell's? Reynolds? He's in sure. Girls. I love him so much. He's he really funny. is a parent in this movie and actually ends up kind of saving the day yeah. and runs over Blake Lively <laughs> with his Prius. <laughs> and it's freaking sweet. And actually, uh. of all the weird comedy they tried in this movie, I actually think his was the only that hit and mm-hmm. felt more natural. Yeah. Like, whatever Andy sure. was doing. Agreed. Who's your guys'? Uh, I'm always happy to see Linda Cardellini. We all chose side characters because none of us wanted to choose the <laughs> two actresses or Henry Golding. True. Uh, yeah, Linda Cardellini plays, like, Blake Lively's ex-girlfriend, like, who painted this nude picture of her, which is, like, a horrible oh. painting, by the way. Uh, it's, like, vulva first. It's horrible. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> awful. Hey. Uh, but she, like, investigates this picture as, like, a clue, and she traces it back to Linda Cardellini. <laughs> and uh, she, I'm just, like, always happy to see her. Just She's coming every back. Time. She's Me coming too. back for sure. She yeah. is good. She will be back. Okay. She's like, great. Lightning round questions. I'm handing this off to whoever wrote these because it's too good not to be credited. I wanted us to choose the most insane plot twist. Okay. And so I listed them out as I watched. The first plot twist is the brother fucker plot twist. The fact that Anna Kendrick slept with her half-brother the night of her dad's funeral. Second plot twist, Blake's dead. And also she's a heroin addict and she's been dragged up from the bottom of the lake and she has track marks between her fingers. All of this. Next plot twist. Uh-oh. Anna Kendrick's kid is actually the brother's and her husband killed him on purpose in a murder-suicide because she kept sleeping with the brother. Uh, flashback time. Plot twist. Blake and Anna are making out for no reason. Uh, the next plot twist, it turns out that Blake is a twin and she killed her sister and that was the person that they dredged up from the bottom of the lake. Also, they keep saying they're like, actually, we were triplets and we killed our triplet in the womb. It's right. Like, yeah, that's not real. That's You didn't mean to do that on purpose. That wasn't premeditated. Like, you're a twin. The next plot twist is that Anna Kendrick was live streaming this confession mm. all along. Blake thought she killed all the cameras, but it turns out on her mommy blog, they were, got the whole thing nice. in living color. And then the last twist is when Blake is about to shoot Anna Kendrick. Uh, Andrew Reynolds hits her with his Prius. Which of these were you like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened? Most. Amelia. I was just not expecting the whole brother fucker thing. <laughs> it <comes laughs> out of nowhere. It really, yeah, it really I mean, does. It's hard to beat that. As you were watching that unfold, and I was watching this at 10 in the morning yesterday, <laughs> and then he starts going down. the sex scene yeah. unfolds and I yeah. was like this actually cannot be happening Liz texted me and was like I can't believe I'm watching this at 10am and I was like yeah that was a choice that you made it was a it was an explicit scene and yeah. I wasn't ready and I, it was, I was shocked was it or was it just sexual it was oh, not, it, well steamy implies it was, it was like uh, yes it was, it was like yeah. very explicit yeah, yeah. it was yeah, like yeah, whoa yeah. this is like what's so the, it the was late night the sex skin-a-mac. scene itself that was most jarring to Liz and it was yeah. Just the concept. Like, yes. what? How did we get here? Yeah. You're fucking your brother? Yeah. 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 Like, how is that? I don't know. It just how also is that relevant <laughs> to the overall story? Yeah. That was it. I, the moment that Blake Lively is like, oh my God, brother fucker. And <laughs> yeah. then she just keeps saying I it. believe it. Sure. Over and over. That. I was like, oh, and that's like a half hour in. Or like 45 minutes. That should have yeah. told us what the hell that, was about to happen. Yeah. They didn't yeah. care. I think that. It, but Liz, do you think that the murder suicide realization is more shocking? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he just absolutely 
put his car in a smithereens trying to yeah. kill. But like, it would have been better had he just, they moved the family. Right. They became estranged. They said, yeah. don't come around here there anymore. But instead solutions. he chose to actually drive into an yeah. overpass. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think those are, the Blake twin is like not that shocking. Yeah. It's yeah. like Classic. a decent silly plot twist. Yeah. But like, it wasn't like, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe right, that happened. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I would say second to the brother is the Prius. I would agree. Mm-hmm. That was when, shocking. Because she to just me. goes flying. She, yeah, does. she does. You know? And you see it. And so. you see it. So and she's kind of like a puppet. Like they kind of just like yeah. toss a doll in the air and are yeah. like, that's yeah, Blake Lively. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's true. in a dress. Um, yeah, I agree. I think we're I think we're agreed on, on the craziest plot twist. Yeah. Um, what's Blake's craziest fit in this movie? A lot of suits. Lots of suits. There are a couple, like one looks like she's gonna be a part of young Frankenstein <laughs> like the whole putting on the Ritz mm-hmm. um, she like literally is dressed exactly the same um, and then another she kind of has the pinstripe three piece Ask Jeeves mm-hmm. uh, logo guy thing going on and and the thing is she doesn't look bad no. in these suits she looks great I mean she just also looks like she's trying way too hard there's nothing effortless well, she right. was her a king. Her. For what yeah, reason? It's just like, what? Yeah. Also, the least believable thing about this movie is that she wears these outfits and doesn't want her picture taken. So You know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. no one who puts that much effort, effort into, like, into, an ensemble right. and just shows up to pick up her kid in a three-piece suit and a cane yeah. Yeah. is like, don't take a picture of me. Like, if you don't want attention, right? yeah. then you don't want attention. But if you dress this way, then, like, you then you're- clearly want people to look at you and take pictures Exactly. That's very unbelievable to me. Yeah. Um, she does have some great ones. I have to take the topless suit plus cane. <laughs> she The whole last part of this movie, before she wears the dress or whatever— unfolds in this graveyard and she just is like fully topless with a blazer over it and this ascot tie and a cane and like pinstripes and she's sitting and giving her statement to the police after this like she hits herself in the eye and makes herself look like oh, she yeah. got hit oh right but she's still in this outfit I'm like put a shirt on <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous it is ridiculous she's like must be taped into this blazer somehow yeah mm-hmm. uh, but it's wild I'm going wild. a little off book I'm going not in the movie but on the red carpet which yes. I feel like is fair game because she's also in a suit mm-hmm. like yeah. a three piece suit it's bright pink and I want to know I think there is beef between the two of these actresses in real life. I think that's been kind of known about them was they had mm. issues with each other, didn't yeah. like each other. So I think their publicists also hated each other or <laughs> wardrobe stylists. They were not communicating no. on this red carpet it's press true. tour. No. no. Anna Kendrick is very small. Blake Lively, very tall. So obviously there, there just needs to be more coordination because physically they look very different. Mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick is in a Gap short sleeve sh- t-shirt and like a BCBG little <laughs> short skirt and her hair is just down, and she just looks like that. And then Blake Lively is towering <laughs> like next to her yeah. on the red carpet, at least six, two and a half, in a three-piece <laughs> bright pink suit, looking great. But like, yeah. there is no communication between the two of these looks, and they just they look so disjointed. And, and just, they make each other look silly. Like if yes, you saw they do. both of them individually, you'd be like, okay, That's like so she's true. wearing a white t-shirt, but like it's fine. And then like you'd see Blake's have and be like, okay, like wow, she really went for it. But when they put them together, they both look so much sillier because That's neither so of them true. are like yeah. coordinated whatsoever. And also yes. the height thing is just really funny. Right. Yes. Well, it looks like mom and daughter it does. going it to the does. country club yeah. Yeah. dance or it's something. It's yeah. very awkward. Yeah. Agreed. Um, who wrote this next one? Gotta be Amelia. Oh, yeah. I did. Um, <laughs> who's the better actress in this? Blake or Anna? And honestly, Anna. It's unanimous. It is. It is Anna. Blake, bad actress. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> is fun to watch in many ways 
and you know, loves Sister of the Traveling Pants. And oh, yes. I do yes. think she's like well cast in this to a degree. Like yeah, I she get has that. to be kind of this like larger than life figure. But Anna Kendrick carries so I mean the whole movie really. She's just Our short king. <laughs> yeah. Short king Anna Kendrick. <laughs> oh. I mean this one was also you. Let's right. round it out. <laughs> okay. Um just because they kept on th- yeah. throwing these barbs at each other. Pick the title you'd rather have, Sister Killer or Brother Fucker. I mean, incredible it's options. Obvious, <laughs> Amelia went, we really pivoted on this oh, one. Oh, she did. I, was, picked- I did not expect. What was your choice? Well, I, so I don't have a brother, but I have a sister, and I can't say like sister. That makes me sad. So I said, Brother Fucker. I, guess. <laughs> I think this is because you don't have a because, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You That's can remove absolutely yourself not from an it. option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to go, Sister Killer. You have to. <laughs> Becky I'm sorry. Kelly, I know you listen to this. I'm sorry so to sorry, Anne and Becky. You know. But- that's not in the Yeah, game. yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. All right, quickly, Pete. quickly. <laughs> Our last category is Tea Time's Unanswerable Questions. Kate. Guys, we love an aesthetic. Mm, Whenever there's do. a new aesthetic, we have to check in with it. And we actually missed the boat a little bit on this one. So I have to bring it up and talk about it. This is clean girl aesthetic. I saw a tweet this weekend that said, clean girl aesthetic is so boring. You are 20 wearing a blazer to the club. <laughs> uh, and I love a blazer. And I have not worn one to the club, but I might have when I was 20. Uh, if I had clean girl aesthetic to blame. Now, clean girl aesthetic has been a thing for several months. If you're on TikTok, I'm sure you've seen it. The clean girl, quote unquote, has her life together. Mm. Her manicure is fresh. Her skin is dewy. There is never a middle parted hair out of place. (laughs) She looks expensive, but in an attainable way. So it's like blazers, baggy jeans, crop tops. It's very like model streetwear, like simple crop tops, like loose fit pants, high rise denim, dainty gold jewelry, like matching athleisure sets, a lot mm-hmm. of like Aritzia, mm-hmm. uh, white sneakers, like a lot of like Haley Bieber, yeah. mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz. Are we in or out on clean girl aesthetic? We love an aesthetic. We were in on coastal grandma core. <laughs> we were. This is honestly kind of similar in that it's like very simple neutrals. Clean girl aesthetic yeah. is very clearly the second rendition of like our business casual middle school days where we were in <laughs> J. Crew ballet flats and blazers yes. walking to school. That is oh, true. Like, so look funny. This is basically the same thing. These 18-year-olds in like matching like actual like a blazer and pantsuit and then they put like Nike dunks on it. It's the same thing. Yes. Yep. So I guess I'm in because historically I have I have been known to rock in my like younger days, you know, like yeah. outfits that look much older. Yeah. I don't know. Are you? I know. Yeah. I'm I'm pro blazer. So like uh-huh. and I also am very boring in how I dress a lot of times. So I actually was yeah, like yeah. This is good for me and attainable. Uh-huh. However, I will say there's an element of like snobby rich white girl yeah. to this. 100%. And like it's kind of like those things where people are like, is it faster and is she just skinny? Like yeah. th- it's so unimaginative that like as yeah. a concept, I feel like I can't support it. Yeah. Because I'm like, sure. if only people who can afford these things can really like be clean girl aesthetic and right. like just wear something fun. Wear a color. You, you know, know what I don't like the most is that these people are so effing productive. Or at least they appear to yeah. be. Yes. That's Getting part of it too. Like the it girl. The hot girl walk. That matcha. Then yep. going to hot pilates. And then and I'm like, you know what? I'm lucky if on Saturday I'm out right. of my bed before right. noon. Yeah. So I would rather not can't. shower before noon. Okay. You know? Agreed. Yeah. 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 I think That's I'm… I, I wear things that I think would qualify for this. Mm-hmm. I have a middle part. But like as a concept, I think I have to be anti-clean okay. girl aesthetic. Okay. I, I, you know what? I agree with you. Yeah. Just have more fun. Have Be more, more fun. imaginative. Agreed. Totally. Amelia, what's your question? Okay. So yesterday, Variety tweeted out a first look at HBO Max's Velma 
uh, series that apparently uh, Mindy Kaling is, she's starring, I think, and directing and writing for this uh, Velma Scooby-Doo series, and it's adult. And so they, she was there and she was presenting, and they showed this, like, image of her and a still from this upcoming Velma series with this woman who is, she's on the ground, her skull is cracked open, and there's another woman who is wearing no clothes and is has, like, suds on her. And I thought, wow, this is really adult. I, I don't know how to process this. Yeah, I don't really like this. It's very jarring. It's yeah. really jarring. Like, oh. I was just like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. And it's all still animated, so I was like... Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was wondering, are you in or out on these kind of aged up reboots of classic children's shows? Well, if it was Lizzie McGuire, we would be in. However, it's not. It's not. It's animated. And yeah. And I I was never like a big mouth head. I don't know if anyone was. Oh, well, like, yeah, I would like that joke. Yeah, like, I like it's it funny. Too. It's funny, but I also think that like the adaptation element is what makes it weird. Cause like you're taking That's something fair. that like was like kind of a comfort thing for some people like Scooby-Doo like you know right. got the nostalgic like childhood thing and yes. then like you're making it like very overtly sexual as it looks like from and like right. violent mm-hmm. and graphic yeah this is like and- Vilma fucks <laughs> <laughs> oh they got a left out of Kaya <laughs> yeah I don't know how I feel about that yeah. I mean Maybe it'll be good. I don't also just like don't love like the edgy animation stuff. Like something about it, I'm always like, ooh, big mouth. You are right about the adaptation because that's I think why we like that show is it's yeah. coming from absolutely nothing that's absolutely in our memory. nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just like weird, and I feel the same way. I know we were talking about um that show that's on Paramount Plus that I haven't watched, the Timmy Turner reboot. Oh yeah, Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and again, it's like I just anytime you change an element right. of it, that it's like, like it's a children's show, and now you're aging it up, and that for that, it's like it was animated, but now it's live action. I'm just like I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. New ideas, yeah. Yeah. new yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Okay, we're ending the pod with my unanswerable question, which is, is this pod <laughs> better or worse in person as we all sit here today staring at each other? I mean, this could have been a terrible podcast. So I guess we'll have to leave it up to our <laughs> listeners to an extent. I will say it's more fun in person. Yeah. It's true, yeah. It, the vibe staring at both of you is I know, there's a, a lot of eye contact experience. happening. Yeah. yeah. There is like a giant mic stand in between <laughs> us. So Liz and I have kind of been like bobbing our heads around and trying to see each other. Um, That's but funny. It is more fun in person, you guys. I mean, we may have yeah. to, when Amelia finally comes back, Amelia's going back for a while, but then you'll yeah. be back later. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. maybe we can make this more of a regular thing. Yeah. Definitely. I like seeing Kaya so close. Like Kaya Me disappears no. into the yeah. night on Zoom and yeah. she's blacked out and <laughs> muted. So we like never see she's her. She's also much closer so now than she used to be. She used yeah. to be across yeah. the room, but now she's like in it. She's in the mix. She's Crazy. in the trenches with us. Kaya, yeah. how do you feel? Is our pod, you have to listen to this all the time. Is our pod better or worse in person? Oh, good question. I do feel like there's a lot more like giggling happening. And then like <laughs> once one of you starts laughing, like that sets everybody else off and then uh, yes. everybody starts laughing. So, so it's yeah. worse. <laughs> more editing. No, I love it. Yeah, it's okay. more work for Kaya. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we can they can let us know on social media. It's better or worse. <laughs> you guys, this was so exhilarating. It I was, loved was. every minute of yeah. this. Feel alive. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know. Better, worse, more chaotic, whatever. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kiawa. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.